So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. Angel Getty. <laughs> Can I press that bad button? Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. Wake up! On a shucky-ducky kind of day. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm f***ing up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners. And here's their response. We know you spent plenty of time preparing for this hurricane. Who could have known that it would come with so much devastating rain? But we will strive, and you'll survive with all our love and help and prayer. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now here's Armstrong and Getty. As we head into this holiday weekend, keep this in mind. If you have a heart attack while having sex, you're four times more likely to die than having a heart attack during other activities. Wow. So keep that in mind. That's a sobering thought. You know how I hate to be sober. During your holiday rompings. Wow. Well, I will delve deep into that. Yeah. Live from <laughs> Studio C. Si, senor. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. We've got a grill over there in the corner. Mm. We're grilling up bratwurst and hot dogs and hamburgers. Went out again. Should have put more lighter fluid on there. I use gasoline. Huh. And today... Today we're under the tutelage of my our general manager. Dual general managers. First of all, as we go into this Labor Day weekend, everything that makes Labor Day special and sacred to us and... All the meanings of Labor Day and the traditions. We remember labor and and labor to be observant of Labor Day. <laughs> and our other general manager, special guest, Jack's dad. That's at right. 8 o'clock. Where did I learn to put gasoline on the briquettes to get the fire started? From my dad. We'll be on in the 8 o'clock hour. I can't wait till it's Christmas time and I can retell my getting rid of the tree with the gasoline story. <laughs> 
because he is turning 80 this weekend, my dad. So we're going to talk about his life a little, which I think uh, will be surprising to many of you who've grown up in urban areas. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we do now? You know what we do? We study the world! Study again. Study the world. I, uh, I study, study, study the world. Stutter the world. <laughs> study the world. Although I have learned from my uh, kids' teachers that uh, I think 20 minutes is the, uh, the limit for second graders for homework, according to the state. Mm. That's all they allow. Per subject or total? Total. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Let those kids run around and play. You learn 10 times more doing that. Absolutely. So we're only going to study the world for 20 minutes. Mm. Um, let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Mike? I'm doing good. Uh, one of my greatest childhood memories is uh, when my granny, uh, who doesn't usually use lighter fluid, decided to soak the uh, charcoals, and I didn't see her doing it, and all of a sudden she lit the match. The flame went higher than the house. You're blowy. I mean, it went way the heck up there. I almost burned the house down. But... Fine. It's better than standing there, and you can't get the damn things lit. But, yeah, it was lit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure it's good and lit. Oh, yeah. Six-foot flames, that's fine. They'll burn down a little bit. It's very satisfying, too, when that thing goes, It's nice. <laughs> uh, and who needs eyebrows, anyway? Yeah, that's what that's I right. say. What are they for? They're, Nothing. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Today is the 1st of September, and I feel obligated to let everybody know that this marks the beginning of Childhood Obesity Awareness Month. So make sure if you're walking around, you see a fat kid, let him, I see you. <laughs> I am aware of you. Fat. I'm, I'm not sure that's what they mean. I got nothing else, but go on. I just, I'm aware. Now, as you were. Eye contact. I see you. You see me seeing you. <laughs> wow. We are aware of each other. Wow. Again, I did maybe read a website or something. I'm not Childhood sure that's what they want. Obesity awareness month. Carry on, husky child. You know where you fat. go? You know where you go? And it's it's sad, actually. I hate to take something fun and turn this Oh, no. Starbucks. Oh. Starbucks. Oh, okay. God dang it. Number of people buying their, their r- really heavy kids a giant milkshake. Yeah. And just, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I'm a, I believe in free free country. I don't want any laws or anything. Sure as heck not that. Uh, there's Vincent. Maybe you'll have your uh, neighbor leaning on your doorbell this long weekend. How are you, Vincent? New phone. Who it is? I got a new phone. Oh, yes. What is it? it? You hear about the $800 Samsung, new Samsung, the iPhone's going to be $1,000. This costs $130. It's a Motorola Moto E4. It's mid-tier Android. Motorola? Is this 1992? It's a flip phone. He plays Snake on it. They're now owned by (laughs) Lenovo. But uh, it's a mid-tier Android phone. It's not the latest and greatest. It doesn't have 90 million megapixel cameras. But I don't care. You're not going to use 99% of crap on a Samsung phone anyway. You, you know, never, uh, ever pay retail. You know, you might you might be uh, the uh, forefront of a, a thing where phones have advanced beyond what a lot of people need, and we all start to pull back a little. Right. right. Where we think, I don't need this capacity, so I think I'm going to get the cheaper one. Right. I, it's a, It was $130. It's unlocked. I just slide my SIM card. I'm free of the iPhone, Samsung financial ruin treadmill uh and i i, I mean I, I i wrote up uh, how to do it on the on the website if you can find it i'll put out the link um but yeah it's it's it's, it's freeing to just i need a new phone i bought a new phone on my own i didn't have to go into the carrier and right et cetera, et cetera. right and then something you can afford you know a phone as we were discussing the other day is not a phone it's in fact it's almost ridiculous to call it a phone it is it's a the, computer it's a pocket computer what i do on a, yeah. what i do on it the least is talk on it right yeah right 
Well, the spreadsheet uh, app, I haven't used that ever. <laughs> next to that, it's talking. But so uh, if we all agree, it's a computer. Yeah. I've bought many computers, laptops and then desktops back in the day. I've never bought the best one. I've mm. never needed it yeah. for like crazy advanced gaming and astrophysics and like hurricane modeling and the rest. I don't need that good. I'd always get good, but not. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. The whole craze of I've got to have the best phone in the world. It's got to stop somewhere, and it'll be motivated by price. I still have my laptop from four years ago. It's perfectly fine. Yep. Although I just got the the iPhone seven recently, which I uh, I'm still carrying around the old one because I haven't been able to transfer my data over, but um, the, it's better. It's actually better. It feels different. It feels more sturdy. All the the buttons and stuff are sturdier. So, I don't know. But is it worth seven hundred dollars better? I pay that much mostly for the memory because uh, I get the biggest memory because I carry around uh, like a th- I don't know how many thousand pictures, eight thousand pictures. I think I have my phone. Wow. Of my kids, from both of them, from birth all the way through now, wow. and get, I like it. Get an Android. You could get. Uh, you could buy a nine million gigabyte memory card, huh? There you go. Android, huh? There is uh, Marshall <laughs> Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. It is one of America's best known doctors' birthdays today. Doctor Phil McGraw, Joe. turning sixty-seven. That's a load of crap. That is a load of crap. What a charlatan. But, you know, he he and Floyd Mayweather are proof that there is no God. I should go to churches on Sundays and say, I'd show to hold up a picture of Dr. Phil and Floyd Mayweather. Here's what I got to tell you. If there were a God, these two people wouldn't be among the richest people in America because they're both frauds. That'd be very helpful. You ought to go point that out to them. Excuse me, folks. (laughs) Can you explain these two, please? Explain Dr. Phil if there's a God. Yeah, the good doctor's net worth right around $400 million. And Dr. Jeez. Dr. Phil's salary is now up to $88 million a year. If, if there's one thing morons enjoy, it's watching me yell at fellow morons. If you're watching it like in the way that we've played clips, because he says ridiculous things and he has ridiculous people on and it's clearly an act. Okay. But if you're watching it thinking it's a doctor helping people who are down and out, then you've got a serious problem. <laughs> so the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. By the way, she's a rapper now. Oh, is she? Oh, of course oh, yeah. she is. And, and being a rapper requires what? Saying you're a rapper? Come on. I am now a rapper. It's now, like being a blogger. Look, look now I'm a rapper. Rhymes. I just became a rapper, Vince. Right. Congratulations. <laughs> you know what Jack's doing now? He's a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> she's a rapper. Good Lord. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, September 1st. The rent is due. The year, rent is too damn high. In 2017, we are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, for goodness sakes, let's get down to labor precisely according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. Antifa is any group that's willing to stand up against fascists by any means necessary. They're not afraid to play rough. What happened? I was walking on the street and this guy like sucker punched me in the back of the head. You see, now, here's the real problem. It doesn't matter what your noble goal may be. It doesn't matter what you say you're fighting for. When people see that, all they think is, oh, it's vegan ISIS. Because you don't realize, you don't realize when you think you're punching Nazis, you don't realize that you're also punching your cause. Because your opponents, they'll just use every violent incident to discredit your entire movement. Wow. Wow. So I like the vegan ISIS joke, but he doesn't get it either. He nope. doesn't know what ISIS is either. They have no... What, you know uh, what their Antifa no- is, you mean? Antifa. You know yeah. what their noble cause is? Destroying the country. Yeah. Because they don't believe in capitalism. They don't believe in the free exchange of ideas. They don't believe in the Constitution. They certainly don't believe in the First Amendment. 
You wow. stupid fool. They're hurting their noble goals. Their noble, noble goals of destroying the country. Well, that's interesting. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Uh, cleaning up after a Harvey will likely cost us all. Science has determined the absolute limits on human longevity. And the world's clowns are pissed off at one of America's most famous authors. Stories Go. coming up at 635. Armstrong and Giddy. Angry clowns. Uh, I, I really need to hear this, uh, that uh, little chick's alleged rapping, if anybody can find it. Does she have a song out? Yeah, is in it, a video and is, is it called Catch Me Outside? <laughs> I How about that? that? No, it's, uh, what is it called? I have it it's, it's called Hose, but it's got a very yes. creative spelling. Yeah, uh, H-O-S-E. It's called American Culture Declines by Another Notch. <laughs> That's a bad name for an album. Yeah, well. How the, did, these H-E-A-U-X. That's how you spell Joe, right? That's right. That's how I spell Joe. She J-E-A-U-X. Spelled, she spells hose how? H-E-A-U-X. Okay. Very classic. Uh, we have got uh, Mailbag coming up and Clips of the Week. Clips of the Week in moments, yeah. All next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. About at some point that Trump's old campaign manager for a cup of coffee, uh, Paul Manafort, is uh, would appear to be in some sort of trouble. He he looked like a criminal the first time I ever huh? saw. First time I ever light eyes. Well, he on looks him. like a movie criminal. He's straight out of Central Casting, as they say. But does that have anything to do with <laughs> Trump? I don't know. But we should we should talk about that. Yeah, I suppose. Mailbag is coming up in a moment or two. Ooh, but first, that was tricky. First, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. <laughs> I think we're going to have to think big picture about what's the strategy about how we're going to deal with these violent um, elements on the left as well. I think we should classify them as a gang. You know, they come dressed in, in uniforms. They have weapons. They're almost a militia. If there's no future, then why are we here? Why did you allow me to come? Not to help my enemies collaborate in my destruction. Yes, no. <laughs> Hi-ho, it's Kermit the Frog here. Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Heil Hitler. Now the president speaks for himself. Listen, guys, this is one election where the popular vote actually matters, so vote online. Floyd Mayweather has McGregor on the ropes, literally and figuratively. How is the notorious one still standing? That's it. Like, people Sorry. are really breaking down, and y'all sitting here with cameras and microphones trying to ask us what the f*** is wrong with us. So I'm so and sorry. And you really man. trying to understand it with the microphone still in my face, sorry. with me shivering cold, with my kids wet, and you still putting a microphone sorry, in man. my face. Seeing here, look at them sharing water just out of the cap of that bottle. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure that that was water. Well, <laughs> whatever they need to feel better, guys. Let's okay. just let that one... We'll, let them, we'll, let them uh, have a we'll continue to monitor this and have what uh, they need. If... <laughs> wow. Listen to that twit. Unwilling to say, if they want to have a drink, let them have a drink. Well, you can't say have a drink on K32 News. <laughs> what are you doing? What about the station's image? God, local TV news is hilarious. Look at them sharing water <clears throat> out of the cap of that bottle. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, mailbag. <laughs> 
So uh, yesterday was our 19th anniversary is the Armstrong and Getty show. There were previous incarnations of the show. Some of them fine, some of them embarrassing. You mean before we did talk radio? Uh, yeah. When we were music radio? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, like Out of the Sack with Joe and Jack? <laughs> yes, that was uh, horrible. I'm actually... Well, it was a horrible name. I'm actually ashamed of that. Yes. It was just so silly and jivey. Yeah, great people. Very oh, nice yeah. people we worked for. Yeah. Nice and helpful and all oh, kinds of Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, they, you know, we needed a job. But Out of the Sack with Joe and Jack was just awful. Well, it was uh, for soccer moms. It was, it was a bad hiring decision. <laughs> Anyway, I remember uh, you referred to it as kick in the sack by Joe and Jack. No, no, I don't believe we did. And I wish you hadn't. That was coarse, Michael. But I'd like to remind you to, to stay in your lane. <laughs> so uh, it was Sandy's birthday as well yesterday. Sandy from San Diego. Isn't that funny? Sandy, San Diego. What if your name was San Francis? San Francis. And you lived in San Francisco. Wouldn't that be crazy? It would be. <clears throat> And then she says, uh, she talked about that a little bit. Thanks for the info you relay uh, and or make up on a daily basis. Love listening to you in the AM. My husband, not so much. Mm. So, <laughs> shout out to your husband, Sandy. Um, it's, it's a shame he doesn't enjoy the show more, but that's the way it goes. On the topic of Mike Rowe, the interview, uh, everybody enjoyed it very much. Um, Dean says, it sounds great, but I refuse to get hooked into Facebook. Hope it'll be available to folks that don't want a Facebook account. And then he has quotes around the following phrase, and I'm trying to remember if Mike said this, because he said something like this. Prolific media is marinating us in high-definition pessimism, morning, noon, and night. That's pretty good. Yeah. Prolific media is marinating us in high-definition pessimism, morning, noon, and night. And then Dean's comment is, be careful who you invite into your head. It's, it, what's I that? think that's, that's good, Dean. That's really good. Why hasn't there been more national conversation about this? It is well known that if you uh, you live in a house with people that mostly have a bad attitude. If you work with people who have a lot of negative energy. Yeah, it, it, it has an effect on you. It's and indisputable. Who's going to report on that, Jack? The media. <laughs> if we get our, if we got our information or our, uh, you know, view of what's going on today from the media, and it's always a pessimistic view, isn't that just like living in a house with a with a husband or wife who's got a bad attitude, or a coworker who's got a bad attitude? Well, and pessimistic doesn't begin to describe it. Dark, violent, bloody, sickening, horrific. You're like if I went home every day and my wife <laughs> focused on well. So how's the day going? Uh, our property taxes are still high. I'd just like to remind you of that. And uh, Right. You know, illness, death, and pain await us. We're all going to die soon. So what? Yeah, right. but you'd think, what, or, what, or what if you went this? home and she said, a child was stabbed in Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> right. <laughs> you'd think, what the F? I just got, what are you talking Why about? Why are you telling me that? Why What's would you tell me that? Me? Right. Right. What does that have to do with me? Uh, uh, Dean actually uh, signs off, your pal, Dean. Thanks for being our pal, Dean. That's great. Moving along. It's very, that's very hardy, boys. Uh, huge congrats on a 19-year-old love affair. Love you guys. I judge my entertainment, movies, books, etc. by does it intensify my life experience, mm. Shelley writes. Sticking from, your finger in a light socket would do that. From week one, you've made me laugh, cry, and think. Favorite movie? Forrest Gump. Favorite book? To Kill a Mockingbird. Favorite TV show? The Sopranos. Favorite radio show? Yeah, you guessed it. Armstrong and Getty. Thank you, Shelley. Very kind. Thank you. Favorite yeah. movie, Forrest Gump. Yeah, hmm. I enjoyed that movie it's very much. It's a good much. movie. I don't, yeah, it's my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite movie. I'll have to think about that. I've often said it's uh, Unforgiven, the Clint Eastwood uh, vehicle. 
Um, you know, if I was going to... In terms of repeat viewings, that might just win by default. I don't know. If I was going to go with what I think about the most or, like, apply to life, or I'd probably be Godfather too. Really? Yeah. Huh. I enjoyed it. Eh, it's, it's really? It's great. Wow. I mean, it's a great movie. It's just some fine filmmaking. I could watch Is that it. the one where he goes into the turlet and grabs that uh, gun? Spoiler alert. I don't actually remember if that's one or two. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. Too many Italians in those movies. That was my problem with <laughs> Uh, we miss you. Wow, Godfather 2, just okay. That's oh, no, a, no, I thought it was a great movie, hard but it doesn't past. Like, loom in my consciousness. Mm. I mean, I just, I'd like to watch it again, but you I don't probably have... should, because you obviously missed something. Yeah, I probably did. Uh, Were you drunk? <laughs> Are you drunk now? Well, yes. Are you, or have you never been a member of the Communist Party? Tim in Santa Cruz writes, we miss you, Princess Di. Guys, thanks for your heartfelt retrospective on the death of Diana, Princess of Wales, someone who continues to capture our emotions, put them in a headlock, and pummel them against the unforgiving turnbuckle of life. (laughs) And he uh, throws in a little more information. Uh, That's Tim in Santa Cruz. We were talking late in the show yesterday, and I, I I think it's interesting. Why does all the media act like it's a universal emotion, a universal reaction? To the 20th anniversary of Princess Diana dying, that we're all sad and and broken up, and it meant a lot to us. When that's not true, right? At all for the vast majority of us. How come there's nobody in the media that that ever says, "Boy, those people with the teddy bears and the flowers outside there—that's kind of weird, isn't it?" I don't know anybody who would do that. How come the just... media never says that? I don't know anybody who would. I've never known anybody in my life who would show up there with flowers and a teddy bear. Right. <laughs> Nobody in the media ever says that. Yeah, right. I just they're throwing a bone to the the folks who would, I guess. Figuring the rest of us will sit through it till they get onto some other uh, what, junk. What percentage of the population do you think thinks it's normal to to put teddy bears and flowers there? At this point, um, I don't know. The American population would it be five? I was going to say like twelve, twelve percent, twelve to fifteen percent. I hope it ain't that high. Faggity Barry writes, it's a friend of Armstrong and Giddy over 10 years. Faggity. Jack, I did a double take when you said you heard about Princess Diana while shooting pool in Wairica, California. Absolutely. I'm a bald 50-ish pale guy from Sacramento who is visiting family in Wairica. Just happened to be listening to local radio when the Diana story hit. Based on this cosmic parallel, I must conclude that had I started a radio show the following year, I too would now be bitter but successful. Well, at least I managed to pull off the bitter part. Thank you, Barry. Wow, we could have crossed paths that very day. That you might have. You might have walked past each other in the parking lot or something. I don't remember why I was in Wairica, California. Wairica? Yeah. Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, uh, I, was, I was drunk, but, but that describes many days from that period of my life. Wow, we must move swiftly. Maybe I'll uh, leave that out for now. Uh, you're showing my daily life, Alex writes. I've noticed lately your show's been invading my everyday life. I always mentally play sound bites you guys play on the show whenever I see or hear things you guys would talk or joke about. For instance, I just found this picture in my textbook, and it's a little blurb about the uh, difficulties of uh, translation in uh, the global economy and how sometimes things are mistranslated. In fact, I have an amusing list of those things coming up later, but uh, Purdue Chicken used the slogan, it takes a strong man to make a chicken tender, which was interpreted in Spanish as, it takes an aroused man to make a chicken chicken affectionate. I stumbled. It takes an aroused man... To make a chicken affectionate. Keep f***ing that chicken. Which is uh, an odd slogan. <laughs> Unless you're producing some really, really perverse pornography. And I 
I presume you're not. <laughs> um, I always like the uh, odd translations of advertising slogans around the world. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I grabbed a handful of them because it's so amusing. Always good. We'll uh, hit you with those at some point. A little lighter. Uh, come on. Yeah, the, the anger. The bitterness, the politics, the divisions, the, the head smashings. Cut it out. Let's have a little fun, huh? We're going to have a guy on who knows something about the, the rebuilding effort, what it's like to rebuild uh, after something like Hurricane. Well, yeah, why do yeah, I he's say a disaster contractor? Why would I say something like Hurricane Harvey? There's never been something like that in the United States. It's the worst ever. Also, my dad in the 8 o'clock hour, because he turns 80 this weekend. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hiding the gun in the toilet is Godfather 1. That's when Michael turns. Godfather 2 oh. is the best, according to this texture, which I would agree with. Which is surprising that the uh, the sequel, in this case, is regularly seen as the superior. Both won Best Picture, mm. which is also on uncharted territory. Yeah, uh, Godfather 3 never happened. <laughs> yeah, let's just pretend it didn't happen. Right. Uh, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, a week after Hurricane Harvey blew in and shut down everything in Houston, Mayor Sylvester Turner has declared... The city of Houston is open for business. And quite frankly, we open for business right now. President Trump weighing in... Is... In what sense? Let's get it on. <laughs> like, a, should, should, should I hop on a flight and go to Houston to do some shopping this weekend? I doubt it. A little vacationing. Vacationing. <laughs> sure. President Trump weighing... Go to, go, go to see a concert or something. <laughs> President Trump weighing in as well. Trump's official tweet reader, Vincent Nicholas. Texas is healing fast thanks to all of the great men and women who have been working so hard. But still so much to do. We'll be back tomorrow. He didn't show compassion there. He didn't mention the victims. Not compassionate enough. City officials now turning to recovery, cleaning up, and trying to find temporary housing for the thousands of people in shelters. The Texas Department of Public Safety says more than 37,000 homes were heavily damaged, 7,000 were destroyed. See, this is where we're going to start to get the interesting stuff, I think. We were talking about this the other day. Katrina, when they had all these people that didn't have a home, they were all living in tents in a field. Across the street from that field were a bunch of empty trailers that because of some weird regulation, they weren't allowed to go use. And they weren't trailers that just happened to be there. No, they were bought specifically for the people who didn't have houses. Right. But some sort of weird government hang-up kept them people from actually being able to use them. And uh, we'll, we're going to hear a lot of those stories. Yeah. I hope not. I hope they've learned something. Yeah. Meanwhile, the FEMA National Flood Insurance Program is going to be ending on September 30th unless Congress votes to renew it. FEMA is estimating 83% of Harvey victims do not have flood insurance, and that program is already $25 billion in debt. So Congress may be facing a battle to renew the program when they return to Washington on Tuesday. We ought to take a look at that if we get a chance later on in the show. That program is utterly incompetent. It is a disaster like, itself. Like a lot of programs when you finally get around to looking at them. Right, right. And it's it, as Marshall mentioned, it's drowning in debt. It can't possibly live up to its obligations. And every time there's a giant disaster, people point this out and congressmen rail about it, but they never reform it because it'll have to it'll involve some difficult choices. Right. Um but I you know, I'd be willing to bet you 10 bucks. That it comes and goes, it gets refunded, whatever, but it does not get reformed. And then when Hurricane Jehoshaphat comes down the line and drowns the poor people of Miami Beach or whatever, then we'll hear about it again. 
The nation's clowns are in an uproar because come September the 8th... The, did, what, excuse me. Yes. Was the first part of that sentence the nation's clowns? Yes, indeed. Okay. The nation's clowns. That, that hang up by the edge of the woods? They're in an uproar. Because come September the 8th, the new version of Stephen King's It will hit the theater. Oh, clown Americans are upset and or this is a publicity <laughs> So stunt. the whole uh, clown scare of yep. 2016, yes. that, yeah. that, that went completely away? <laughs> Have you heard about it lately? <laughs> they God, all you school districts <laughs> writing letters home, we have heard the reports of killer clowns <laughs> at the edge of the woods and are responding and taking it very seriously. Well, a clown that's going to be scaring <laughs> kids and adults on the big screen this fall is named Pennywise, and because of this clown in a fictional movie, the World Clown Association is officially upset and blames the movie for the clown industry taking yet another hit. I'm very proud that I have a clown family. This is my full-time job, and already I've had um, people cancel jobs. I'm doing a community day on Sunday, and I'm not allowed to come as a clown. When the movie It came out, business was terrible. Parents allowed their children to watch a horrific movie, and it really did affect them. Who, who's taking their kid to It? Parents? The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Ted Cruz joining with that uh, nice lady. Now Stephen King has had to defend himself because all these clowns are mad at him. He tweeted, the clowns are pissed at me. Sorry, most are great. But kids have always been scared of clowns. Don't kill the messengers for the message. Now get on your unicycle and get out. <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm Strong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. <laughs> I guess it was inevitable, Michael. You saw it coming. <laughs> yes. This is an old song called Tears of a Clown, for those of you who are younger. Uh, I know a clown. We should actually interview her. No, we shouldn't. She's actually pretty interesting. Mm. She makes her living being a clown. I talk to her every time she's making balloon animals for my kids. She's at every event I go to, no matter okay. where it is. Right. She travels around making her. She went to clown school. I wonder if she'll uh, be hurt by this uh, movie. I hope not. She stands there in her giant, giant shoes yeah. in the hot sun making balloon animals for kids. And I think uh-huh. makes quite a bit of money. Wow. wow. Nice. And works as much or as little as she wants. Does she loom out of sewers ever and abduct children? Do they I don't do them? think so. Does hmm. she inflate them, the, the the animal balloons, by herself? Or does she have one of those pumps that, that, do, that yeah, do it? Yeah, I think she's got a pump behind her and the tube goes up her legs so you don't even really see it. And she just kind of holds gotcha. the balloon down there. Have you actually ever had... To try to inflate one of those long, skinny balloons, it'll uh, it'll put you on your knees. Damn uh, near yeah, sure. Plus, you get spit all over it, which is uncool. <laughs> you know, I remember that Oklahoma judge who had a uh, pump behind him and a tube running. Oh, like, oh, that's, that's a story. story. Oh, was, uh, he was uh, he, he had to leave, had to leave the bench. No reason to bring that up again. Really? We have so much good stuff today. It's uh, it's Friday. We're heading into the Labor Day weekend. We're grilling hot dogs and hamburgers in here. Indoors, in I don't the, think you're supposed to. We should have opened a window grill. or something. Yeah, these windows don't open, so it's I, a little... I've got a really bad headache. It's a little smokier than it ought to be, but what are you going to do? Reminds me of college, man. <laughs> you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I ain't like these hoes. Don't compare me to no one. Money green like a sea Yeah, my pocket's so swollen. Hey, 
There you go. What? That's, that's a little from the Catch Me Outside. I can't understand the words. Catch Me Outside. How about that? She is now a rapper. I'm the wrong person to assess rap or hip-hop music. I'm just, I have no talent for that. Good, Sean? No, that's trash. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's horrible. It sure, it sure sounds well, to me like anyone could do that. Well, but. right. It's so obviously completely manufactured. But, <laughs> you know, I wish them well. I'm a free market guy. If you can get people to pay you money for that, go ahead. I only wish I had. Uh, my friend Mike uh, said, I'm here to announce I'm now a rapping lawyer. But now that I think about it, Hamilton did it so much better. I'm here to announce my retirement as a rapping lawyer. To the theme of all you need to do to be a rapper is call yourself a rapper. Yeah. Or in the modern world, a writer or anything else. Sure. I have a blog. Well, that was always I self-published a, uh, a book. Oh, good for you. That was one of Jerry Seinfeld's kind of commentary on being a comedian. It's your first night at an open mic up on the stage, and our next comedian is, and it's like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm a comedian now? Hey, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> um, a couple of texts for you. I like Stephen King, but it was a stupid movie the first time around. I can't believe they remade it. I don't think I've ever seen it. I have, and it's not great. Okay. Um, on Vince getting the cheaper phone, and I mentioned the other day, buddy of mine, his son, who's like 20-ish, no smartphone, <clears throat> said him and his friends don't have smartphones wow. anymore. They're going dumb phone Wow, for some reason. Uh, this person said, all three of my teenagers no longer crave the newest phone. They now buy their phones online like Vince. No payments, no hassle. So I wonder if, you know, we've clearly maybe gone over the hump of coolest, latest phone and maybe go in the other direction some, which mm-hmm. can only be good, <laughs> it would seem to me. Uh, Coke adds life was translated in Chinese as Coke will bring your ancestors back from the dead. That is correct. That would make you drink more Coke. <laughs> That'd make me drink. Great grandpa. Hey, good to see you. Um, a little freaked out. I, uh, well, how you been? Dead. Yeah, right. And on the whole, uh, who had flood insurance, who didn't? You hear however many thousand of people didn't have flood insurance, and I don't know what you think. Maybe you think, well, that was just poor planning on their part. We got this text. It's probably unaffordable, like earthquake insurance. I live in earthquake country, and it will cost me $300 a month and an $85,000 deductible. Or I can pay four fifty a month for a $60,000 deductible. Mm. Yeah, $300 wow. a month your whole life, or for however many years you live in that house, but it could be decades, for something that's pretty unlikely to happen. Yeah. Is that, that you know that's a tough call. The flood insurance is is different. It's I've actually looked into it. I had to, and it was it's pretty inexpensive. Uh, the problem is, uh, if you do get flooded, it takes years to get your money. If you do get your money, it's completely hapless. It's subsidized heavily by the taxpayers, and it enables people to move right back into flood zones and get subsidized by the taxpayers again. Am I when just, they get flooded again? Am I just an extra negative, or don't you assume if something like if you really needed to, if you ever had to use something like that, it would never be even close to what they had promised? Well, that that is the case in the in the case of this stuff. Yeah, it's brutal. There are people from Hurricane Sandy four years ago. Who, was it four years ago? Yeah, roughly. Um, we're still waiting for their money. I mean, I'd make the call and fill out the paperwork, but my first thought wouldn't be what I'm going to do with the money when I get it, because I'd just assume that. If I ever get it, it isn't going to be what I thought it was going to be, and I may never get it. Yeah. But you pay for it anyway. Um, Did I have something else? Oh, yeah, and I mentioned earlier, you are much more likely, if you have a heart attack whilst having sex, Mm. you're much more likely to die. I hope I don't. Than than if you're having a heart attack doing something else. I don't know if I buy this stuff, but hey, what the heck, it's Friday. (laughs) Let's loosen the filter a little bit. Mid-romp heart attacks are four times more likely than those suffered during less intimate physical activity. 
The reason lies in the, 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 all this sounds stupid to me, okay? I'm not saying this like I think it sounds like it makes sense. All right. Uh, the reason lies in the couple's fear of embarrassment at one or both of them being seen naked, which research shows leads to delays in them calling for help. I can believe that. You think that if you were having a heart attack, your wife wouldn't call 911 because she's afraid you're naked? <laughs> well, <laughs> you're clutching your chest and screaming. Uh, here's your problem. There's your misconception. Most people don't know they're having a heart attack. You're not sure. Huh. You just know something feels weird. And you think you'd be less likely to call yours naked? Why don't you put some, put some underwear on and call? I don't know where it is. And I'm having a heart attack, maybe. Um... Well, yeah, to see the whole afraid of seeing them naked. I just, uh, I, I don't well, know. listen, I don't buy these stats. Only one in eight patients survived a heart attack during lovemaking compared to half of those whose ticker failed during exercise or sport. Um, oh, half of people who have a heart attack while exercising die. I, I don't think. I don't think I'm not up on these uh, stats. I have no idea. Well, I know I'm a babe in the woods here. I know quite a few people who have had heart attacks and survived them. Mm-hmm. I only know a couple of people who have died from a heart attack. But when did they have them? I don't know. Exercising? You don't know, do you? No, I don't. Neither I just, do I. I'm just thinking that half <laughs> half the time when somebody has a heart attack while exercising, they don't die. I find that hard to believe. Yeah. Well, it seems a little high. During sex, it's only one a seven out of eight die, according to this, which I also don't believe. How often does that happen? So we've just brought you and discussed completely meaningless statistics, quite possibly made up by a website. Or perfectly accurate. I doubt it. I doubt it. What percentage of statistics you hear on radio or TV do you think are accurate? 35%, precisely. <laughs> Coming up, your likelihood of survival, if you have an aneurysm playing badminton. Stay with us. <laughs> I will actually, we have a disaster uh, uh, contractor coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.